0: It's Vocalo Radio, 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko, alongside my favorite homegirl, Taylor face in the building.
1: How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good.
0: And as promised, Chicago, we got a very special guest, man. I played uh, a joint, right, from Film Uh It was called 94 Camry Music, off the project as well. And uh, that brother is here today
2: with us. How you feeling, Film? I feel good. I feel good. How y'all feel? Gotta make some noise for you one time.
0: <laughs> 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 it feels good to have you back, my brother. Uh, sure. You know, I, to just say I didn't even know you transitioned. Yeah. To to LA,
2: like that's that I didn't know you did it so like secretly. I mean, cause I'm back and forth for real. So I really was. Uh, I'm really out there just working on the next album for real. So, you know, I'll be back and forth. I'll be here all the time. How has uh, the transition to LA been for you? Um, it's been interesting. It's different. It's a different world, especially <laughs> like I, I was, <laughs> like I was traveling. <laughs> I was going out there a lot. I travel. Everyone who knows me knows I'm pretty much never home anyway. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> I was traveling a lot anyway. I'll be there for like a month at a time or something. So now being there for like extended like, amount of time and like coming here for a month or coming here like coming back to Chicago, it's different. Like it's just like i don't know and it's been raining so it's like i really live in seattle like mm. it's been raining <laughs> like crazy like it's not even like has the weather been at least warm no not it's for been, real a cold. it's been but for me like i just thought of it like as a change of the season mm-hmm. you know what i mean cuz it's like all right cool it's the winter time but they are built for like earthquakes you feel me like the world can move but don't let it rain for more than 45 minutes like mm-hmm. street lights is ice like, crazy crazy phenomenon. I mean, being over on the,
0: the West Coast, do you feel like that amplified your sound at all?
2: Um, I mean, my sound is pretty much my sound and it's very much rooted in the crib, so I don't think like L.A. changes that. I think, um, if anything, I'm just working with different people. more A little more sources. There. Yeah, yeah, just a little more resources in terms of like access Cause because so many people are already there. You just never know what rooms you walk into and et cetera, but as for like the sound, like... My ear is rooted in Chicago, so. Gotcha.
1: Well, before we get too deep into this, to be fully transparent, uh, I have known Femi for a, a very long time. Um, Femi, do you want to tell the audience how we our first interaction? You know, it's <laughs> how real. You, we, yeah. How we met.
0: <laughs> Mom, <Finney.
1: laughs> oh, that's for my dad. Fem dot. <clears throat> I apologize. I'm Let me. Crying.
2: I'm crying. Fem um, dot. Yeah. You want to tell so the folks funny. how we
1: uh first met? I met,
2: I met, I met say in 2012. 2012. 2012 we did a um a journalism internship at Columbia College over the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where, I, actually, she was the first person to speak to me at the internship, because I was in there. In really, the cut. Because I was really using it as a cover-up to do all the things I later started rapping about. Um, <laughs> so, uh, But yeah, and then that's been my dog ever since. You know what I'm saying? She met me at lunch. She was like, we are gonna be friends, and we've been friends. And we've been
1: ever friends same. ever since. If oh, you
2: locked sh- in, ain't no
1: switching up. Ain't no switching up. And what's crazy is like, Uh, You were doing other things, but also one of the things you were doing (laughs) (laughs) was... Working on your, your very first EP that dropped that in 2012, Chapter yes. 16. Yeah, what a time. Chapter 16. I can really say I'm a day one. You she know, I was there back. from the very yeah, beginning.
2: She was there. Oh, um,
1: but I, I re-listened to Chapter 16 last night. Straight A Failure, still one of my, the first I'm track not gonna on that, what? still one of my favorite. Still hits. It's kind of crazy.
2: Not, my, the, voice, my voice kind of high, but it's kind of
0: crazy, though.
1: No, it still hits. Yeah. What, uh, what what
0: memory comes back when you, you know, when you was listening to Chapter 16? What, what came to mind?
1: I mean, (laughs) I I was going to kick that to Femi. I mean, I think um, what I really appreciate about Femi's work, I mean, I I thought about my own time being 16 because what I, Femi, I really got to grow up with your projects because everywhere from Chapter 16 um, to Not For Sale, you really take us through kind of chronologically where you were at a particular time Mm -hmm. in, in your life. And so like, you know, obviously, over this decade, you have grown as an artist, but also like we literally got to hear how, you, how you've grown as a person. Yeah. Um. And so like I know that you are dropping a brand new EP, and so I would love to just tell me a little bit about that, and also like where you were when you're writing that, like what we can sort of expect from. You.
2: Um. Yeah. I think uh the music very much is um, like just time capsules of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um. So working on. Uh, a new P- EP and actually, like a series of them, funny enough. Um, they'll be entitled Free Samples. Um, everything is all pretty much tied together to a larger idea that I started years ago. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I'm super, like, mm-hmm. big and, like, detailed. I remember we went through the whole 2020 yeah. 20 hour thing. Yeah. On, yeah. So um, that's pretty much just like filling in gaps in between, like, uh, Not For Sale and um, the next album. So it's just I like to set a world that kind of feels fills people in also to not only just um where I'm at in the world like mentally but also like how my creative process has changed like mm-hmm. what sounds have I been working with um so it's like giving people free samples of like a larger idea of like what I've been doing because mm-hmm. i ha- and I just have so much it's the first time ever in life I have this much music like. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was in school, I was working, I was doing et cetera. So after 94 Camry Music, when um, when I'm when I, that was my first year being a full-time rapper. So now instead of me having to get up and go to class or get up and go to work and, you know, ex- all the other stuff that I was doing, I'm just rapping and, you know, trying to fill in the gaps from there. So I'm recording way more. So I have so much mm-hmm. more music where I'm exploring these sounds. And I'm like, okay, like we should probably also share that with people as well. So, speaking of
0: music, you know, uh,
2: coming up after the break,
0: we're going to talk about how all how, uh, Not For Sale almost didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> almost didn't make it, Chicago. We're going to talk about that right yeah, after the I'm break. Sure. But I'm going to take us into uh, Delacrim, too. You know, you dropped uh, Red Marlboros. Yeah. And it, it taught me how to say it
2: properly. Red, Red Marlboros, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, break down this single for everybody before we get into it. Uh, still one of my favorite stories I've ever told is pretty much um, just speaking on how we don't know why people, you know, use what they use to cope. Um, mm mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's the best way I could describe it. Yeah, six classes from a diploma. My homie say you proud of me. Let's celebrate. So he grabbed him a bottle when he was on his way over. What what side of the city you you repping? So Uh, I was I was born on the north side. So I grew up on the north side and the suburbs so north side and then a suburb called Glenwood gotcha and yeah. that's why i went and i'm like north side film from the, from yeah, the north you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. west side to like die you know but you know that's
0: another conversation yeah cool we can get in there i rock i rock i'll
2: rock, rock, rock hey i rock with y'all
0: you feel me i, I love to hear thank you you
2: know not you know yeah. thank you my y'all, y'all, y'all my homies <laughs> oh <on> god <guys.
0: laughs> yeah <laughs> now before the break <laughs> before yeah you
1: you, you yeah you no, outside, no, no 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 i'm i'm i'm, I'm a south side like but yeah, i was on the west side for a while respect
0: yeah you know okay. I'm I'm,
2: respect.
0: <laughs> before the break <laughs> we were talking about like how uh of course how you and uh, taylor met yeah. um and you know femi I, I love dave i love it i love it i love it and uh we were also talking about like lost fouls yeah because you were talking about how like you you had a lot of music uh on a hard drive you were writing a lot of music and then yeah. off air you broke down how you almost did not come out with Not For Sale because you lost about
2: 300 songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was moving in 2020, uh, just searching apartments in Chicago. Um, and one of my hard drives ended up getting lost and that hard drive. So I record myself like I'm able to like engineer and record myself and then I send things out to get like finally mixed or whatever. Um, so, like, 94K music, Not For Sale, like, parts of um Cram I've recorded myself. Um, but what ended up happening is that I lost the hard drive with all of those files on it. All the original Not For Sale files and a bunch of other songs that I enjoy that now the world would never hear. uh <laughs> But thank God that I was already in the mixing stages, so my engineer had the fouls already. But I have none of those original Mm. fouls. They're all gone. And then, like, a bunch of other songs that I was working on for, like, the next album I either had to recreate or I lost those. Um, But, yeah, I lost about 300 and some songs in, like, a 1,000 sessions. Did that kind of, like, kill your mold to even want to record at all? Like, when that first happened? Like, what did that do for you mentally? Did it strain you? No, cause also like so I will be fast and I'm Muslim, so like it was Ramadan. During Ramadan, I don't stress nothing. So like it happened during Ramadan, so I was like, well, I wasn't meant to have them. And like I was able to keep not for not for sale, still was like saved. So I'm like, alright, cool. So I wasn't stressed. I was like, alright, I got it. That means I gotta make more music. So I did, <laughs>
1: which you are always doing. I think since I've met you, you have been a prolific. Writer, obviously, you've had the the pencil, and I think people just think like the mechanical pencil is just just part of the aesthetic, but like they don't realize like you' be writing. <laughs> I like read this interview you did a whole bunch of years ago where you said that you used to write like four songs a day,
2: yeah, four yeah. songs a day,
1: which is great. and i I like even when the pandemic shut down, like you're one of the hardest working people I know when everything shut down the pandemic like you and Pivot Gang went on the streaming service Twitch Mm -hmm. and were like hosting regular writing sessions and like you know I follow you on Twitter you'll just drop a random on a random Tuesday night a verse that you did over Drake's Madonna just like (laughs) just, just for the fun of it and like you know, you talked about how 94 Camry was the first time you really got to dedicate all your time to be a full-time rapper. I mean, yeah. what is what does it look like now that you have more space to really, like, hone in on your craft, to really do that writing? Um, you found time to do that through all of this. But what does that look like now, having all this space?
2: Um, it's interesting now, too, because, like, at first it was like, all right, I'm writing like crazy. Um, and then it got to the point where now I just write to refine. So mm. I'm like, all right, like. I know my niche. I know what I'm good at. I know, like, okay, what things are, makes a fem record. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, now let me refine those. Um, I know what I like to go to for rapping. So I don't write four song ideas a day now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, because, like, you know, like, I, I, I like, finished school, I finished working, and then I filled that time up with, like, you know, other stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, outside of music, right? So, yeah, um, yeah but when I write, It's just simple. I write really fast, so it's kind of just easy when the idea comes to put it in because I put in my 10,000 hours 10,000 hours ago. Mm -hmm. So, like, at this point, you know what I mean? It's like I can write in my sleep because I've been writing for literally 20 years at this point. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I still beat, you know, like I'll just challenge myself, like, to do a random verse or something or try to talk about something or, like, um, sometimes I just write for sport just to, you know, make sure I'm still sharp, like, um, like if you look at, like a basketball player who like couldn't shoot threes over you know last season, they could shoot threes now. Mm-hmm. You never see how many shots he took in the gym. You just see that his shot got better. So with me, it's like same thing. Like, I like if I'm working on melodies or hooks or you know like storytelling, which I always feel I can get better about. It's like I it's gotten sharper because I've obviously been working on a specific element.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Over in the off season, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely sharpen your tool, my brother. Like yo <laughs> yo, like Tay
0: said, your lyric game is off the chain. Thank and when you get man. the twirl in that pencil, <laughs> you know you finna <laughs> you finna go in. And um, you know, as, as far as the music, you know, um, yeah. I, I gotta know too, because you just released a, a single, which we will play a little bit later. Yeah, but I've I kind of like noticed when tour come around. Uh-huh. You give people a taste of some new music or a new project. Yeah. So
2: is is there something uh, new in the works after yeah. the, re- the release of Peli Peli? Yeah, so we got, um. so Peli Peli's out now, which is fire, Um. and then we have, like, some more singles and stuff coming, and then, yeah, we dropped the first installment of this EP series, the free samples mm. EP series that we're working on, so um yeah we we trying to feed the people this year man i i want to make sure people have music to listen to and it just got to get off my hard drive so everybody wins (laughs) you gotta free up some space yeah (laughs) a terabyte to fill up quick
1: (laughs) i mean okay so since we're talking about feed the people and you also sort of alluded to the other things that you did outside of outside of rap like i love for you to talk about um, your scholarship program.
2: Um, yeah. So, uh, we have just you know got into year five of Delacreme Scholars. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we actually, I'm actually gonna be able to meet some of our scholars today. Beautiful. Um, which I'm really excited about from our new class. But yeah, just giving out scholarships to Black and Brown students in the middle of the year, and then trying to help with civic engagement any way we can. You know, just try to make sure the crib look better when I leave than when I got here. The
0: if I'm not mistaken, did the the the
2: um scholarship program started off with it was like one to four scholars it was it was so it was supposed to be one but then actually it was two it was two scholars okay and now we give out 10 scholars a year
0: wow Mm -hmm. hold on man wow because i remember when you first started things Mm -hmm.
2: and it was a blessing to be able to do that and now you went from one to ten yeah so we do 10 now so we're up to like 40 something scholars as of now yeah so my plan is hopefully you know to just continue to grow um like you know, monetary stuff that we can give them and resources that we can give them. And now we're, like, um, because at this point we've been doing it for five years, it's something that is established. So now it's, like, all right, we want to create a real incubator for these students and these artists um, to be able to, like, watch them grow and give them tools to develop so it's not just a one-time, oh, you get bread. It's, like, all right, how do we, you know, what do you need so we can support you with our programming? Like, how can we put you in spaces to succeed? So, um I feel like that's where we can really, you know, help and, and grow people. So. And before we get into this this music
0: break, my brothers, I got one of my favorite joints loaded up. It's <laughs> gonna take us into this next topic too. But yeah. how can people donate and support Delacrim Scholars?
2: Um, you can donate um, and support our IG and all of our like social handles are uh, Delacreme Scholars or D E L A C R E M E S C H O. L-A-R-S. Her. Come on, you feel me? Real spelling. <laughs> real spelling be king. Um But yeah, that's on all platforms and the same thing. Uh we're at Delacrimscholars.org. Um we always are accepting donations. We are tax exempt, so you can write that off, you feel me. So you feel me, come come rock with your boy. I was back on road, I came back home with all the is set. I'm just selling those can sell my soul I gotta live.
1: One thing I wanted to ask you, I mean, as somebody who's been in the game for a while now, you're not quite an OG yet, but you know who been in the game for a minute. Yeah. I mean, who has performed at Lala, headlined his own shows, been on tours, has had billboards around the city. Oh, yeah. Um, and I know for your scholarship, you have built the career fellowship for, for artists. What are, as you think about artists who are coming up and um, young people, what is some advice that you would you would give folks who are like really trying to hone in on their craft and are really working towards, you know, where you are right now?
2: None of us know what we're doing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. So like <laughs> people be making stuff up, trying to tell you these are the rules or what they ain't no. None. none of us know what we're mm-hmm. doing. Like everything I've been able to do this point has been unconventional. Like every like every step I've taken is something that people said that we weren't supposed to do. So Ain't no rules to this for real. Cause you you get in these rooms with these people and you realize that don't nobody know what they're doing. People just, you know what I'm saying, are prepared for when the luck hit them. That's all.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think one thing that you've always been very good with is being yourself. Like yeah. recognizing that like yeah, there aren't any rules, and yeah, you could follow this blueprint that people have set forth to be like, this is conventionally what you should do to right. be successful, or you could just be you.
2: Yeah, that works the best every time, mm-hmm. because that's the only thing you can't teach somebody else to do is be you. Like, you can't teach somebody else to be like you. Like, it just won't work. Like, you can live in the same house. You could be twins. I won't be the exact same. Yeah. So that authenticity works every time. Like, all the things that I, that I thought was flaws are the things that, like, I was the most insecure about, like, when it came to my artistry or the things that's propelled me the most.
0: Mm, It's going to keep propelling you, too. Your authenticity is key, my brother. Yeah. Because, you know, some people look at how can I... Stay afloat and and do something for clout. You've never been that type. You've yeah. always been authentic and true to yourself. So
2: no, I appreciate that. I'm just also not rapping to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> a lot you know of me? that like, going on. I don't need to. You feel me? Like I'm not like, oh, if I don't rap, I won't be cool no more. Like I'm not really. So I'm rapping because it's what I need to do. Um, and, and that's you know what a I career, feel is right?
0: Yeah, it's a straight career for you. And uh, you know, touring wise, this is not your first
2: rodeo. No nah, this this are we going on our third u s tour North American tour because we do u s and Canada. Per. so do you do you feel a difference at all you know, uh joining this tour uh, Oh yeah, for sure. um we I mean, granted, no one know what they're doing, but with tour <laughs> logistically, uh we got a bit of a better idea, and the last tour we got, which was a blessing with with Saba. Mm-hmm. um we got that like three weeks before, so we didn't have really mm-hmm. much time to prepare. Um, but now we had time to prepare, and we've done tours before, um, and yeah, so I kind of know what's going on. I know like all right like, I know the venues, right? Or I know like um, you know what to anticipate for with merch, or, or just how to perform and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's a little different this time.
0: And, and then you independent, yeah. At that, yeah. So I mean, I, what's something you would share with with artists that are independent, like you, mm-hmm. in, in your own lane, and then also being able to tour, like. What's something you could share with them that at least they'll understand how to get to that level of performance?
2: Um, I mean, one, people are always looking. I've gotten a lot of opportunities because people who I didn't expect to be looking at what I was doing were looking at what I was doing. Because um, even then, like, all my first three tours were without an agent either. So it's just relationships of people who either, you know, see me and respect me as a person and as a musician and want to bring me on a road with them um and two just the idea of reinvesting so when the opportunity presents itself you have the money because tour is expensive you know what i'm mean? mm-hmm. saying like if you're the artist you're paying for you know driver or you know food hotel stay flights you know what i mean they don't tell you about that right they don't like i'm not i don't have nobody else fronting that bread unless you get like brand partnerships so how, yeah
0: that's mm-hmm. going, how you get return. so then, as an artist being you on know, tour like how do you get a return
2: uh usually through like merch and stuff um, and, like, if you do, like, pop-ups or whatever, but a lot of people come back from tour in the red mm. a lot of times because, you know, it's just the idea of being able to put, expose yourself in, in front of so many people. So if you come back in the black, that's a that's a win. If you come back breaking even, that's a win. Um, we've been blessed enough to usually come back well because of, like, we do a lot of brand relationships and stuff like that um, and sponsorships. But, yeah, like, most people, like, a, a tour bus is $100,000. Wait,
0: uh, for, t- for t- if
2: you want an actual tour bus, like an actual legitimate tour bus that costs a, at least a hundred thousand dollars, man, I'm gonna go <laughs> grab me a little what they call them uh, them, them vans, yeah, like a little sprinter yeah.
0: or whatever. <laughs> and, and, them join, and you gonna I'm have too, this, expensive too and you if you
2: rent if you're renting those, them like five, six, seven bands too, right? Like if you rent renting for a month, right? And mm-hmm. then if you want to win a bag, you know what I'm saying? So people don't think about that, and you got to swap out cars, you're not meant to like la- nothing's meant to last the whole tour, so You got to swap stuff out. Got people staying. You still gotta pay for hotels, right? How many people you got with us? You got video people, camera. Like people don't think about that. So Mm. it's um you gotta be really like one willing to reinvest into your career, Mm -hmm. and knowing that your money is going back into something bigger than yourself. And um yeah, just you know, in terms of getting on tour, it's just you know, I feel like being good to people and just you know. In my case, rapping better than most people. Talk uh, about hey, You you ain't got to shy away from being honest, to, with my brother. Tends to put me in a position where I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> Them bars got you right. What?
0: No, appreciate that. And um, you know, you so you're going on tour with Redville. Yeah. Um, and you all are actually be touching Lincoln Hall yep, for yep. twenty. That's mm-hmm. a special
2: date right it there. Is a, it is a very a very special day indeed. When when does things kick off for you? When you will be back on that road? Uh, we head out April 11th. So in like what two? And a half weeks or something like that um then we gone for like a month and a half so yeah we start off i think we start off at philly it's gonna be lit i love philly mm-hmm. how do you prep you know because i i don't i got
0: a chance to see smino in new york and i also He's got a chance phenomenal. to see him here in chicago yeah. and it got me thinking i'm like okay film this like i said it's not your first rodeo yeah. so hitting the stage consistently how do you prep for something like that to um, keep your vocals right
2: i mean you um you rehearse and stuff too. And then after a couple of shows, you make a just like, you don't find a perfect set until maybe like four or five. It's, it's, it's messed up because if you're the first stop on a tour, you're getting like a really good set, but also you're getting like 80% because like they still working out kinks. Because mm-hmm. um, you can rehearse all day and forever, but you don't know how something going to hit until it's in front of people. So you still may have to make a tweak or two. Um, but like, yeah, like rehearsing stuff and then we like, you know... Um, if you start learning how, like, to work with sound engineers, like the people in front of the house to make sure you're not yelling all the time, right? Or, you know, what do you got in your green room? What are you drinking? Oh, how much sleep you're getting? Stuff like that. Like, taking care of your body so your voice can last that long or you're not sick um, is key. So it's just little stuff that you figure out, like, in terms of what routine worked the best for you. Um, so, yeah. And um, and knowing, too, uh, before we
0: cap things off and get into this Pelly Pelly, mm-hmm. uh, I believe you're under new management now.
2: Uh yeah, partially it's, partially. it's partially. I mean, Meeks is still with me. Most of the team is still with me. Just so pretty you much added. Just, We just added. Yeah, the oh, team's getting amazing. bigger. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's what I wanted to know yeah, if the team was team. getting bigger or if you kind of like um, uh, you know, kind of piece things apart a little bit. No,
2: nah, it's more or less the team is growing. Um, cause you know, I need help. <laughs> yeah, you you growing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> you growing. So, uh, man, it's always a blessing to, to have you come through and, and and chop it up with us and show love as always my, my brother. I appreciate y'all uh, so much. Well, <laughs>
2: this joint Pelly Pelly. Do you got a Pelly Pelly coat? No, I need one. That's why I want to get one. That's, oh, the no. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. I couldn't afford <laughs> one as a youth. right? I couldn't afford a Pelly Pelly so that's why I was like, I might go to the Grammys in a Pelly Peli because I couldn't afford one. You feel me? I wasn't able. I wasn't finna. Who, my, who mama was finna go back? You feel me? It's like you
1: dropped that, and then I went to the Masego concert on Friday, and the person standing right in front of me had a Peli Pelly. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Head. Nah, it I was
2: wanted a I'm still with the buck 50. That's the look, look. So I'm, I'm saying, look, check it out, though. Had it not been that I got to reinvest. No, check it right? out, though. You feel me? That I got to put in the, t- I would have been grabbed me a little Pelly. You feel me? Like. I love I love Pelly, <laughs> I do. I actually I I genuinely love Pelly. I mean that's Pelly. real because
1: not only are you investing in yourself, with the yeah. g- I mean you are taking money from from uh, your tours and performances also putting into your scholarship program right, so we, right. you know, we, we
0: get even <laughs> the, the bears get the, I remember you did something for the bears yeah. that money went yeah, to you have know to,
2: that have to oh, don't
1: bring yeah. that up my father is still very upset that he did not get that lyrical lemonade oh, bear sweatshirt
2: look that, hey, they don't got nothing he to do was so with me, he, boy, he
1: <laughs> called me every month he's like Femi can't get me that sweatshirt hey, ain't so like, got dude, that's no, not hey, how hey, it works it's been sold out love you good dog but that
2: ain't you know
1: I know he listening right now when I told him I was interviewing you he was like I got a question
2: for
1: (laughs) 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 Fat what my swag he found one on Ebay he good he He got his hey
2: man bless his heart that ain't got nothing to do with my name is Bennett and I am not in it my mama
0: now capping off the show I I don't think you ever told us the album title uh, that you you know releasing
2: this year oh man I mean it's not releasing this year so I'm not gonna (laughs) gas people but I I will he tried tried. tried. I tried I will give people this I've been saying this album title for the past like six projects so you just gotta listen
1: Mm. interesting okay
2: i tried chicago it's it's (laughs) it's, it's in every it's in every project i have have Mm. done since 2016 the album title so y'all gotta
0: go back to 2016 Um. and listen all the way through and and you'll get the album title
2: it's literally i've literally been mentioning in
0: this project for years and uh you know i got pelly pelly loaded up let everybody know how they can follow you stay in tune and uh they can grab tickets to see you on tour coming in uh, April
2: 20th yeah man so uh you can follow me on all platforms fem..com it's all spelled out usually if you type in fem. I'm pretty much the first person and the only person you see so yeah come <laughs> follow me pop out to a show. Um, I got links and you know ticket links and bios, etc. Come see your boy. I like to jump up and down on stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Say,
2: let people know how people get in
0: tune with you.
1: Uh, the main way people can stay in touch with me is my Instagram, which is t n a z o n ninety five.
0: And you can give me a follow at official Beko. That's official b as in boy e k o e. Make sure y'all follow Vocalo on all those social handles as well. That's at v o c a l o. Download that Vocalo app. Take us with you around the map.